the college football experience week 10 DFS show on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash only at PropSwap. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. You can download that for free in the App Store or Google Play Store today. We're also brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is DFS simplified. Head over to prizepicks.com and use the promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa State, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Yes, yes. Woo-wee. Welcome. Welcome to the College Football Experience Week 10 DFS show for Friday night and Saturday morning and Saturday night. My name is Colby Swinging Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. And we are doing DFS. Come play DraftKings with us. A couple bucks. We tweet out this the entry to join us. We've had a, a record number of people joining this year. Me, NC Nick, a bunch of other DJs. Come at just a few bucks, but we give away lineups that have won hundreds of dollars. So thousands of dollars if you add stack in the money greens. Um so let's get to it. Second man in the boot, the DFS god himself. You're gonna want to follow him on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K because he is the king of tweeting out the lineups and doing all this stuff. He does all the work behind the scenes on the DFS. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock given, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What is going on, my man? How we doing? Well, I'm in the studio watching Georgia State, who I. I mean, it's still second right before halftime, but I did take them as a 12 don't, and a half point. Don't you dog. go jinxing anything. Yeah. I know they're, I know I was going to say, I know they're I, about 12 point dogs here, but don't you go jinxing anything. A lot of football left to be played. And I did say sprinkle on the money line, but yeah, you're right. You're right. A lot of football left. Um, so far so good. Yeah. I love a three, nothing game too. So I appreciate that. So as I mentioned on Picks pod that I think this has a chance to be a low scoring affair. So far, that is exactly. And we mentioned how Louisiana is so up and down this year. Can't get a good read on them. Uh, apparently, this is a down week. 
but there's still another half to go. So uh, we should be in store for a nice second half, but that's not why we're here to talk. We're here to talk college football DFS, by the way, college basketball DFS starts pretty damn soon too. I believe when most people are listening to this, whether it be Friday or Saturday, we will have the first slate up starting on Tuesday. The uh, what's ninth. the date there? Ninth. Uh, the ninth. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and you know, same thing with college basketball. We will also do uh, a cheap, you know, couple buck entry fee on a daily basis for college basketball DFS because much like baseball or NBA, there's games every day. So you can get your little, your DFS fix on a daily basis. Try to win some cash, have some fun, talk some smack to some other solid Americans. And uh, yeah, man, week 10. Can't believe I'm saying week 10. Well, well, I don't get a brain man cold, but Lou Holtz can't believe it either. But yes, come play DraftKings college basketball with us as well. I mean, it's just, it's a, it, you gotta do it. It's a lot of fun. You can bullshit, you know, and uh, just join Nick. We'll tweet it out at NC underscore N I C K. Do that. And then welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, pal. Quoting good old, good old and, John McLean. What's that? And by the way, I mean, you know, Twitter's a great place to talk smack, but not as good as our Slack channel. So mm, you, you might want to get in that Slack channel too, guys. Sports gambling podcast, Slack channel, hop in the college football feed, hop in the college basketball, hop in everything and fucking drag racing's in there. All right. Um, all right. Well, let's start Friday night. The slate is not, uh, unfortunately we don't have that Princeton Dartmouth game to a top 25 FCS matchup, but tune into that one. We will have that on on God's eye here, but we only have two matchups for DFS, and that is Utah at Stanford, Virginia Tech at Boston College. So I expect us to have a lot of the same players. With of course. no further ado, let's uh, let's. Where are you going, top quarterback? I want to hear who you're going yeah. with. Yeah, so I guess first off, uh, VTBC. That game has a total over under forty seven and a half. Virginia Tech favored by three. Utah Stanford over under of fifty four. Utah favored by nine. If you do the math, Vegas thinks the Utah offense will score the most points. You might want to get some pieces of that. And uh, I paid up for a couple Utes, including their quarterback. Uh, this guy's been coming on lately, Cameron Rising. There's uh, a, a bad moon is rising in Salt Lake City, and uh, I'm playing him as well. Go. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty simple, he's, you know. He's I'm sorry. He's 8K, but look, yeah. there's not a whole lot of great quarterbacks. I'm he said I'm said he's 8K, but there's not a whole lot of great quarterbacks on the on the slate, especially if Stanford's Tanner McGee is not playing. So, yeah, I think you have to spend up on Cameron Rising at 8K. I do have two quarterbacks. Do you have two as well? I did too, and like I wanted to play Tanner McGee, but if he's not playing, which is a big question mark at the moment, I, I could not do that. And then with the Boston College quarterback situation. I kind of want to stay away. Six touchdowns, seven interceptions for Dennis Grozel. So I went Braxton Burmeister at sixty four hundred. What'd you do? I actually went Grozel at fifty four hundred, uh, just because he's that's like dirt cheap for a quarterback, and I think there's a decent chance that BCQB can give me like ten points, you know, uh, you know, or possibly more. And like, it's not like Burmeister's been setting the world on fire either. So uh, I think one of those two guys you probably want to go with. I wanted to spend, save some money to spend it elsewhere. So I went with Grossel. 
I, uh, I think the real uh, thing here with taken Burmeister is what he can do on the ground. Uh, this is a guy who is somewhat of a mobile quarterback. He runs for more yards, I think, than most people um, realize essentially. So uh, Burmeister, by the way, and he's also, he just takes better care of the football. You look at what Dennis Gross was done six touchdowns, seven interceptions, and compare that to Jerkovic, Jerkovic, the starting quarterback who's injured. First off, Jerkovic completed 68% of his passes for almost 12 yards of completion, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Grozel, 57%, six yards of completion. He's checking down every play, six touchdowns, seven interceptions. Um, And then, like I said, Burmeister, you know, I get it. He's thrown a few, a few picks, but overall, 54% seven yards of completion, nine touchdowns, three interception. And don't forget that this guy is almost their second leading rusher. He's only 70 yards behind the leading rusher of Virginia tech. So to give you an idea, um, yeah, Virginia tech has shuffled the backfield a bit. The guy who's uh, who's received most of the carries and we'll get to his name here soon. Uh, Cause he's at least he's on my roster. He, uh, he's only really, you know, came as become their lead dog over the last couple of games. So, but earlier in the year, they had an, another guy getting the majority of the carries, but your point is taken. I like Burmeister, Burmeister better than Grassle, but for that extra 1000, I wanted to spend it elsewhere. And that is, that leads us to the running back position. Who is your top running back? Top running back. I'm going with three running backs and my top running back is Malachi Thomas. For Virginia Tech, 57 rushes, 302 yards, five yards a rush, 5.3 yards a rush. He uh, he's their their second leading rusher for Virginia Tech, and probably I think the guy that is their top dog now. Yeah, I mean, w- w- without question, the last two weeks uh, he's had over 20 carries. Earlier in the season, he was hardly getting the ball at all. That's what I was saying about the Virginia Tech backfield is that they've kind of you know come and gone with uh, you know they've moved off of a couple different players. Well, it, sur- it certainly seems like Malachi Thomas is the RB one now, and at sixty six hundred, he's on my roster as well. <laughs> uh, people are gonna hate me for playing this uh, on every episode. But What's that? Let me jump ahead because my top running back is eighty two hundred. I saved <laughs> money at quarterback so I could spend up on the Utah running back Tavion Thomas. This guy's been crushing it lately. If, if you haven't noticed uh, 43 fantasy points against a tough UCLA defense. I like the sound of that. Give me Tavion Thomas for 8.2 K. Yeah, I like it. By the way, Georgia state stops Louisiana on a fourth and one inside the 10. That's that Panther defense. No, I like that play. I just couldn't afford him. So I did not go that route. My second highest running back. I'm going to go to that Stanford game. If you're if you're gonna have a backup quarterback in, you're probably gonna run the ball a lot. So I went with Austin Jones. Now, look, they they have a few different running backs between him and Nathaniel Pete. I just wanted to get a, a running back in this game that has the potential of scoring some touchdowns. So uh I went with Austin Jones at sixty one hundred in Palo Alto. I couldn't afford the other one. So that's my play. I do have a third running back. Do you? I do. He's uh, in the BC game. He's on the, the golden Eagles yes. 5.3 K Pat Garbo. The third, he's had a sneaky good season here. Uh, I got not him too, very man. well known and Virginia tech has not been that great at stopping the run this year. So I like the price. I like the position here. 
especially at home to go ahead and roster Garwo the third at 5,300. I got him as well, man. So uh, th- there we are. We're eye to eye there. Let's talk wide receivers. Cause uh, kind of like my wide outs here. How about you? I, uh, I really like my running backs, but I was able to do a couple things with the wide outs where I think they're, they're solid. Uh, who's your top guy, my top guy. And here's my angle. If Tanner McKee doesn't play, I don't think we hit the panic button because yes, Jack West has been turnover friendly, but he's played a lot over the years. He's an experienced quarterback and I think he'll still be able to, to take the ball down the field. So I went out and play and played tight end, Benjamin Eurosec for the Ding. Cardinals. Ding. Yeah. You too. 6,800. Okay. Dude, all the, all their receivers are banged up. So the tight end is going to get a lot of targets. I mean, you can tell his last three games he's had 17 catches. So he is just, you know, let's setting the world on fire lately. Uh, also a touchdown uh, in the, in the most previous game. So yeah, I like the Stanford tight end here. It makes sense. You're, you're guys spend up for a tight end here, 6.8 K, but I think he's worth it. All right. Well, look, you, you're taking all my players, you piece of shit. And uh, look, I want to get to my second wide receiver. And this guy was all ACC. If you don't have him, I get it. The Hokies are DBU or one of DBU, uh, the DBU schools. But Zay Flowers, to give you an idea, the second best receiver for Boston College has 18 catches. Zay Flowers has basically doubled that 35, all ACC fresh or player of the year preseason. 5,900. I'm going to take a shot on Zay Flowers because he is their offense. When, when they, when they, I'm put taking the that same shot. Yeah. I mean, like he's a wide receiver one. He's uh he's less than six K with not that many options on the board. I think he makes a ton of sense. That's why I rostered him as well. And you know what? I only got one guy left. We might as well go right into him. Cause I think he kind of alluded to the second leading receiver on BC. That is 3.8 K Jalen Gill. He's kind of their underneath guy, kind of their possession receiver. Uh, catches a lot of balls, doesn't not a whole lot of yards, not a whole lot of touchdowns here. But for three point eight k, if you can give me four or five catches in a PPR format, I'll take it. Did you leave any money on the table? No, Zippo. Okay, because okay. I was going to tell you, there's a bargain shopper. There's a deal as a bargain shopper in the Utah game. One of my favorite players in college football. This guy is a football player. Leads the Utes in receptions. And that's Britton Covey at 4,400. I get it. Yeah. He, he only has one touchdown on the season so far. Right. Um, however, this guy's an electric player. I love the way he plays the game. I, and I think it's only a matter of time before him and Cameron rise. And uh, you gotta remember they've shuffled, shuffled quarterbacks here. So I think working out, it's only a matter of time before he scores. He's their leading receiver. He's their go-to guy. If it's third and seven, they're going to Britton Covey. Love this guy's game. Love the way he plays at 4,400. I think that's a fucking steal. Yeah, not bad. I wish I could afford him, but I can't. So, I mean, I, I'm liking my lineup here. I think the, the real question mark is can I get a decent, a decent game out of Dennis Grossel, the BC quarterback? That's a question. Uh, if he gives me five fancy points, I might be in trouble. If he can get up to about 15 fancy points, I like the fact that I got, you know, that quarterback at 5,400, and that afforded me the opportunity to roster. Tavion Thomas, the Utah running back who should have a big game. So a little bit of a roll of dice going with a very, very shaky quarterback. But as long as he can have a solid game, I think I can do things with this lineup. You go with your brothel. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, look folks, I want to tell you before we get to Saturday morning, 
I want to tell you that the college football experience DFS show is brought to you by win bet. Yes. Ready to win money and boost your odds. Win bet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from college football, college basketball, which is right around the corner. Remember to subscribe to the college basketball experience. Uh, the NFL, the NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and more. And WinBet has some brand new bonuses that are completely fire. All right, new users can bet one dollar and win a hundred on any sport. Plus, you can win up to fifteen hundred dollars as a free bet on WinBet if you deposit, if you make a first deposit of twenty dollars or more. Uh, whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it two hundred percent. So you throw down a hundred bucks, they're going to give you a two hundred dollar free bet. The max for that is seven fifty, but they'll give you a fifteen hundred dollar match bet. Essentially, great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet, from boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport. We have what you need to win. Ready to play? We'll sign up today to receive a special offer, a risk-free thousand dollars sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WinBet.com. That's W-Y-N-N-Bet.com. All righty, Saturday morning. Well, hold on, hold on, just a minute. We got a little bit to attend to. A couple new, newer segments here: the side bet and our hits and misses from last week. Real quickly, are you prepared to do that? I am because I think you know you're gonna, you're going to tout that Spencer Sanders got <laughs> taken out in the second quarter when they're up forty so, to nothing. No. If you've been listening the last couple of years, usually we do a side bet. Unfortunately, in the past, we haven't done a very good job of keeping keeping track of that side bet. I think uh, Dundee over there probably owes me at least five bottles of bourbon right now, which I'm gonna collect one of these days. <laughs> side bet. Last week, I made a note of it. We're gonna continue doing this. Uh, usually, our side bet is that if we have two different guys that are about the same price level, where obviously you can you can afford to roster one or the other. And we choose different routes last week. That was uh, me. I went with uh, chase Garbers, the quarterback for Cal Colby went Spencer Sanders, the quarterback for Oklahoma state, even though he was like four or $500 more expensive. I'm not positive. Uh, whoever scores more points wins a side bet last week. Garbers put up 34 Sanders put up 25. They were actually, it turned out they were, they're both cheap quarterbacks. Both of them were nice roster spots because they both put up decent games for a very cheap price, but I did win the side bet. All I needed was Kansas to score a touchdown or two and Sanders <laughs> stays in the game, but no, they couldn't do it. Um, yeah. I believe you yourself were a little concerned about, you know, uh, Oklahoma state stepping off the gas. So you mentioned it yourself. You should have listened to yourself. You should have rostered Chase Garbers. Maybe I just you figured in the green, I just figured they would just be able to stay just Kansas would score a touchdown or two, but I, I thought Oklahoma State would cover. But I thought it'd be second yeah. half cover. But uh, it is what it is. And then what was your other one that you wanted to tell? Uh, hits and misses. Hits and misses. So um, especially in the main slate last week, I uh, mentioned uh, even if even though you're paying a, a very high number for Sam Hartman, I was willing to do that, and he in turn came up with forty nine point one eight fantasy points. Mm, mm, Absolutely mm. crushing it. And the other quarterback I mentioned for a very cheap uh, price was uh, Van Dyke for Miami, and uh, he had a nice game with 30 fantasy points. Actually, I, I highlighted that Miami Pitt game big time. I had a bunch of guys going in that 
uh, uh, Knighton, the running back for Miami had 26 fantasy points. And I think we were both on Taysier Mac. Yeah. Well, and it didn't was, rain. Uh, we were concerned about the rain and then it, it didn't rain. I was monitoring that Saturday morning. That's why I, you know, kept with those guys. Taysier Mack had five catches for 92 yards in the first half. Unfortunately, he got injured. His arm was in a sling. He missed the whole second half. Still a nice game for a very cheap price, but he could have really had a monster game, I think, if he played the whole game. So those were my hits. Uh, a couple misses. Kennedy Brooks. I swear I'm staying clear of that Oklahoma backfield. <laughs> you did this to me. You, can, he was, I he was great. The game I played him. He, he had about three weeks where he was getting all the carries and he put up some big performances, the game against Texas specifically. And there was two others in there. He did nothing. He had 35 yards. He was awful. And then we were both on BJ Baylor in the night slate for Oregon state. Uh, and he, he did not have a very good game either. Surprisingly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what are you going to do, man? What are you going to do? It happens, you know, uh, just this Tuesday in Max, you know, I did take home some money. Still didn't beat uh, Jamie Hove. That guy, man, he's crushing it. He's killing it, man. I don't know. Yeah. I need to, I need to poison that guy's iced tea or something. (laughs) (laughs) I do do like to highlight a couple of newcomers and a a, a new guy this past week who uh, he might've finished in the money in one of them, but if not, he was right up there. B fur 54. I don't know who you are, buddy, but I've been impressed with your college football DFS knowledge right off the bat. So looking forward to going toe to toe with that guy too. There we go. Shout out to all the newcomers. And like I said, come join play. It's only a couple bucks. Come play and talk some shit. Come on. All right. Saturday morning. Uh, I like this slate. Well, this was a game that I, I basically almost won 10 grand on last year. Wake at UNC. This game happened last year at UNC. Um, the problem is the guys are expensive. Last that's true. Cheap. That is true. But there's some there's some bargain shopping out there. Keep an eye on it. But uh, at quarterback, my most expensive quarterback. Unfortunately, I did not have the money to play my game. My guy Sam Hartman. But I played. Yeah. Sam Howell. All right. The Wake defense just <laughs> gave up 54 at 9,800. I did pay up for Sam Howell. I think he's going to be able to get a ton of points in this game. He's got 19 touchdowns, seven interceptions on the season. He's also rushed for over f- almost 600 yards on the season and five yards of rush, six rushing touchdowns as well. He's going to get me a lot of points. How do you feel about that play? Uh, it's a great play. I mean, it, he has a, uh, so, so Hartman was, was 10 K. I can't believe Sam Hartman's 10 K. Uh, but obviously with what he's done the last few weeks, he's deserving of that price tag. Hartman is the second most expensive at 9.8 K. Uh, that game has an over under of 76 and a half by far and away. The most uh, the, the under of the slate, not too far behind uh, the second highest is this SMU Memphis game, which has a 70.5 over under that is my top quarterback. I just couldn't spend that much for Hartman. How or corral this week. So a little bit less nine K I went uh, SMU's Tanner Mordecai. Um, perhaps a lot of people don't know about him. He has been crushing it in that air raidish offense. Uh, I mean, this game has been crazy between SMU and Memphis every year. Memphis currently ranks 95th in the country against the pass. I went back a couple of years. Last year, SMU threw for 474 and three touchdowns on the Tigers. 
In 2019, the Mustangs threw for 456 and three touchdowns against Memphis. So uh, I don't see any reason why that kind of success for SMU in the air won't happen again. Give me Tanner Mordecai. I thought about it. I thought long and hard about taking Tanner Mordecai. And I, I like the play. I mean, if I'll put it like this, if I was going to play a third quarterback, it would have been Mordecai. Um, yeah. My sec- can't argue with how obviously you can't argue with how though, even though he was $800 more expensive. True. Very true. Uh, my second quarterback, I'm going to roll the dice on. I get it. They've played two quarterbacks. I'm going to roll the dice on 5,600 Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. Purdue's quarterback. And we, we pointed this out on last night's college football experience picks episode. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it where we pick every FBS game. Michigan state's a fraud. We all know it. <laughs> They've been outgained in a lot of games this year. Uh, and not just outgained by 10 yards. I'm talking by hundreds of yards. Uh, Purdue's going to get theirs. I think I, I really believe that you even saw Michigan's wide receivers get theirs last week. They actually, ex- which was surprising because that, yeah, that Michigan passing attack had not done much all year. So I was actually surprised what they could do in the air against Sparty. And you're going to let Jeff Brom, who can dial up a good offense, a, a nice passing attack. I'm all over this 5,600. I'm all over this game. Give me a uh, Aiden O'Connell. I think it's a good play. I get it. Plumber's got some burn too, but, but I, I think O'Connell's their guy. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think uh, O'Connell's their guy. And I, I considered rostering him as well. I do like to play, especially with that price. My second quarterback is only a few hundred dollars more expensive. Also another big 10 matchup. I went Sean Clifford at Penn state for six K. I like, like it. we don't know how good of a quarterback Sean Clifford is, but we do know he's playing Maryland. <laughs> and I think we're all on the fade Maryland train here. They got a pretty bad defense here. So I think this Penn state offense gets it moving. Um, I, I mean, I think I like Clifford a little bit better than O'Connell, but I like I actually like both of the guys at you know six K and under. So I think it makes sense to go one of those two. I think Purdue will commit to the pass more than Penn State will, even though Penn State struggled running the ball this year too. So maybe you're right. Um, all right, well I played both my quarterbacks for running back. My top running back, I did I did two running backs. Did you do three? I went three and I went, I, I spent up big at running back and didn't leave a whole lot for a receiver. So um, I'm curious uh, since I have three running backs, why don't I come out the gates? Um, Travion Henderson, Ohio state, 7.9 K uh, the true freshman, one of the best running backs in the country. My philosophy has basically been whenever the Buckeyes have to keep their starters in the whole game. I like to roster Henderson. Uh, against Penn State he, last week, he ran for over 150 and a touchdown. There's no stopping this Ohio State offense. So give me Travion Henderson, nine, uh, eight, no, 7.9 K. Jeez. Should have went to Virginia, Virginia Tech, but um, <laughs> yeah, he's a baller. He gets it done. So I like that play. I didn't have any, t- I didn't spend any type of money like that on my running backs. However, though, my top running back. Taking you back down to old Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I went with Ty Chandler. <laughs> Ty Chandler, six hundred seventy-one yards rushing on the season, five point five yards of rush, nine rushing touchdowns, and he gets the ball out of the backfield a little bit. So I went with Ty Chandler at sixty-six hundred. You remember last year, both Michael Carter and uh, help me out with the other running back's name. Why am I drawing a blank? Jonathan Javante Williams. Yeah, Javante Williams. Williams. Um, they both went off against Wake. So I think we might have more. This could be a slept on factor here is everyone's 
thinking Hal, everyone's thinking Hartman. I think the running backs might uh, be the ones to be some decision makers in this matchup. Um, Lock it up as well. I have Ty Chandler. Kind of strange for you to go with the play uh, that sweet music yeah. that that rare quarterback running back stack. But I think in this game it makes sense. Uh, last year UNC won fifty nine to fifty three. Tar Heels put up seven hundred and forty two yards of offense. We just saw what the Army ground game did. Yeah. They put up fifty six against Wake. They ran for over four hundred yards. So uh, yeah, needless to say, there's going to be a lot of offense in this game. You'll want pieces, and it's a pretty affordable price at six point six k for uh, Chandler. And my last running back, like I said, I'm only doing a two two running back setup here. Christian Beal Smith, same game, fifty five hundred <laughs> for Wake. Uh, look, recently he started to get the ball a lot more. I feel like. And I think uh, this is why we play him. He's also by far their their best red zone option for running touch uh, for running in the end zone here or in the in the not the end zone but in the uh, in the red zone. So I'm going to take Christian Beal Smith at uh, and I feel like the past couple of weeks he's getting more of the carries than than before. It was almost fifty fifty with Justice Ellison, Christian Turner getting the rock. It seems like they're kind of coming off that and going heavier on Beal Smith. So I like it at fifty five hundred. I'm still a little hesitant there. You know, I know we both rostered against Duke because it's Duke and they suck. You know, um, UNC defense isn't great either, but he's still not getting as as many carries as I would like to see. Now, granted, the last two games he's he's found the end zone, so that's kind of salvaged his fantasy game uh, day. But if he doesn't find the end zone, he's not getting the volume for me to roster him this week. Uh, once again, I'm not going to argue with anybody in, that you're taking in this game. But I spent up a little bit more, sixty four hundred dollars. I'm going to go with Oklahoma State's Jalen Warren. Uh, I mean, not too long ago he was a lot more expensive. He he got all the way up to eight k. He wasn't needed against Kansas last week, so he only got nine carries. Week before against at Iowa State, not a great day. Only eighteen for seventy six, no touchdowns. So I think he's due for another big big performance. He's had some monster games this year. So I think the price is right, even though it's not the best matchup at at West Virginia. But I think volume alone, I I, I like Jalen Warren at six point four k. Interesting, you know he's a baller, so I don't I don't uh, mind that play. But uh, I do think West Virginia kind of coming around on the road. I think they might want to load the box, and make Spencer Sanders beat them with their arm with with his arm. We'll see what they do there in Morgantown. But yeah, he's a great player, so can't disagree with that too much. The, uh, so those are your running backs. Then you've gone through my running back. So when it comes to receiver, I paid up. I paid up, man. I'll say that, and mainly because I think Michigan State's going to lose Saturday, and I think David Bell is going to be a big part, a big reason why they lose. Seventy four hundred. This guy is a fucking beast. Put this guy in the NFL right now. All right. Because that's where he's headed. All right. 53 catches, 786 yards on the season, four touchdowns. He is their offense. To give you an idea, the second leading receiver on Purdue has 32 catches. He's got 53. (laughs) They get him the rock. Yeah. He's a monster. I like David bell. Uh, for some reason, he's kind of slept on. I don't know if it's because he's he's, he's kind of, he has a boring name or if he's on Purdue. He's kind of forgotten about, but he is one of the best top five probably receiver in the country. Um, I unfortunately I just didn't have that kind of money. My top receiver is only five point six k, 
Uh, I mentioned this SMU game. I'm going to stack him with Mordecai. You got to have pe- uh, pieces of this top 10 passing attack in the country. And I'll take uh, the cheapest of the SMU options kind of surprisingly too. So he, he has uh, the second most catches for SMU and he's tied with Danny gray for the most touchdowns. But for some reason he is less than Reggie Roberson. I understand why gray is first gray has by far the most yards and tied in the touchdown lead here, but I, I'm going to take Rishi rice here for 5.6 K. I, th- I just think there's going to be all a ton of yards in this game. Yeah. I mean, look, you, I, I thought about playing him. I actually played <laughs> Reggie Roberson at 5,700. <laughs> yeah. I, I went that route just because I thought, Hey, I don't know. I mean, one of these guys, it's the air raid. I mean, Sonny Dykes came from Texas tech with Mike Leach and uh, the, you know, these receivers are going to get a ton of looks. They're going to drop back and throw the ball 50, 55 times a, a game. And, and to be honest with you, Memphis's pass defense is concerning because uh, this game's going to have a lot of points and I don't know if it's good. This it's like a crapshoot. I don't know if it's going to be Danny Gray. I don't know if it's going to be Rasheed Rice. I don't know if it's going to be Reggie Roberson. It could be that guy Grant Calcutta, the tight end. Jordan Curley. It, they have a slew of guys. It, it could be all of them yeah. to a degree. Now, granted, you don't know who's going to have the best day, but I think all of them going to have solid days. So you were willing to spend a hundred dollars more for Roberson. Now, so here's a breakdown right now. Uh, the most catches on SMU: Danny Gray, forty-three. Rishi Rice is 41. Roberson is 35. Danny Gray by far and away the most yards, 682. Rice 466. Roberson 464. Touchdowns. Gray and Rice have seven apiece. Roberson has five. I don't know why Roberson is more expensive, but if you want to do a little side bet here, this might be the perfect opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? I mean. Uh... I'm on board. I, I would say uh, probably. Yeah, I don't know why they maybe that may, I don't know. I don't know why. Maybe he was dinged up earlier in the year. I don't know. But uh, yeah, sure. I mean, I it's I, I feel like both are going to get. I don't feel great about this play compared to Rice. I just feel it's like it's kind of a crapshoot. Yeah, I mean, granted, yeah. it's a crapshoot. Yeah, you know, I, I don't have a great lean, you know, either. But all right, well, we'll, we'll uh, earmark this and we'll think about it. Unless uh, maybe a, uh, maybe a different one in the these guys are in the next slate will be the official side bet. But if not, we can always go back to this one. Yeah, um, I only have one. More, or no, I have two more players. So let me ask you this yeah. though, because I struggled in debating between Racy Rice and for the same price I could get Anaya Smith for Texas A&M. Well, I did get him. Oh, <laughs> great segue. I, I, uh, I went out and got him because I think, uh, look, I, as much as I think Auburn's going to beat Texas A&M at Texas A&M, um, this is a guy that's, I get it. Widemeyer's their, their, uh, the guy that's averaging a yard, uh, uh, like he's per catch, he's getting more yards, but Smith is kind of their number one option as a receiver. And he's kind of like a dual threat. It, it's, I, I, I've been using this comparison a lot. Well, he played running back last year. That's what I'm saying. Like, kind of reminds me of like Glenn Milburn or Eric Metcalf. Yeah. Um, Glenn Milburn. I hadn't heard that name in a long time. Well, that's why you tune into the college experience. Yeah, (laughs) and he was a beast at Stanford. Yeah, he was a beast at Stanford. So, um, fifty six hundred. I I took him. So now I think I'm a couple players ahead of you. So you got to go with your. I have one. I have one player left. Yeah. So, and also, I mean, if you had one SMU receiver, it makes sense to differentiate 
differentiate yourself, not have, you know, every, every person in the same basket. So that's probably why he went Smith over rice. Obviously I like both the guys I've rostered Smith a ton this year, but I think um, it came down to, I think there's going to be more offense in the, in SMU Memphis. That's why I went rice. Anywho, my next receiver uh, back to Oklahoma state, West Virginia, you know, it's kind of surprisingly this West Virginia uh, passing attacks been solid the last couple of weeks. And uh, Bryce Ford Wheaton for 4.7 K has back-to-back games with six touchdowns uh, against Iowa State. Six for 106, two touchdowns. I like both of the the receivers for the Mountaineers, but uh, give me Bryce Ford Wheaton for 4.7 K. I like it. I think that's a good value play. I really do. So, uh, uh, yeah, I, I think I think that's a. The question is, is uh, Oklahoma State's defense is actually. Better than people think. I will say that, especially especially against the run. I think. Yeah, I checked it a week or two ago. They're top ten against the run. Against the pass, it's still good, but but not. You I, I mean, I think I think stopping the run is their fortune. I today. just think they think Big Twelve, and they just like that is a better that is a better defense than I think people realize over the past two years. Um, so keep an eye out on them. But yeah, I think run defense probably the case. Uh, so wait, you got one more player or two? I do. One, just one. I got one, and you know I play him every week. I thought he had a bad week last week, but in this game, thirty-eight hundred. <laughs> give me Taylor Morning. <laughs> he now I'll say this: the past week or two, he's dropped off because he hasn't gotten as many targets. He hasn't gotten many catches. Right. I'm just gonna play that the fact that in this game, there's gonna be a lot of big plays, and I'm just hoping he cashes in. <laughs> he came through for you last year, that's for sure. So uh, I was strongly considering him as well. I ended up going with. For the same price, actually, thirty-eight K. Keandre Lambert Smith, the receiver for Penn State. Uh, I wanted a stack with Clifford, and I think, like I said, when we, when we were talking about Clifford, I think this Penn State offense can do some big things. So he's a bit of a gamble. He's kind of a home run hitter. Uh, doesn't get a ton of volume, but I went Lambert Smith for Penn State three point eight K. Uh, yeah, I like it. I think they're going to have success. Do you worry about too much of a blow on at all, like the Kansas thing with me? Last week, I mean, Penn State two weeks ago they went into overtime and lost to Fighting Illini. I get it, but this this game, with the Penn exception State, of last year, had a history of blowouts. Yeah. yeah, but this Penn State offense hasn't like set the world on fire this year. Now I think they cover the ten or the ten and a half or so, but I don't think it's like fifty-five to ten or anything. Yeah, maybe. I, I don't would know. say this game's going to be like thirty-eight seventeen. And if so, Penn State still has to kind of keep their foot on the gas a little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Well, uh, I mean, I, I I like the play because I think there's going to be a ton of opportunity for offense in this game, um, especially from Penn State's offense. I don't think they're going to lose three games in a row. I think they're going to go into College Park and smack them. Um, I want to tell you guys that the College Football Experience DFS show is brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Well, uh, look, all season long, prop swappers have been finding the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other betters like yourself. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time, so your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, it just has to improve. Thousands of betters across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every single day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. 
I also want to tell you that the college football experience is brought to you by Prize Picks. Have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is a daily fantasy made easy. Easy. I'm telling you, it, it's it's just like DFS here, but it's made easy. I love this, and I know you will too. Uh, look, Prize Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Prize Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator, and it really offers all superstar players as well as bench players, only recording a handful of minutes each game. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of, from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. Uh, all your users that deposit, uh, let me tell you something. Use the promo code SGP, and you will receive a hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Just type in SGP. Make sure you do that. You pick two to five players, uh, uh, you know, and you you're basically guessing the over under on their projections. So you can win up to ten times the amount of money on any entry. Uh, and it's just you versus the projected numbers. Prize picks allows mixed sports entries as well. You can take the over on LeBron, uh, being an asshole. I'm joking. <laughs> I like LeBron. He's out for like a week though. Okay. So let me use a better example. You can take the over on, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Paul George, right. With the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Uh, use use the award winning app on uh, on both the App Store and Google Play Store. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Price Picks is safe and offers fast fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out PricePicks.com. Use the promo code SGP to get your one hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Or go to the App Store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. While you're at it, if you're getting apps, you got to get us. Yes, we're brought to you by the SGPN app. It's now for free to download in the app store and Google play store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks, all of our podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. All right. Saturday night, man. I don't know if you've been watching this, this fun belt game here. Louisiana took a kickback to the house. There was holding. They were about to get their first lead of the game. We are in the third quarter, middle of the third quarter here, and we got a ball game. So uh, here we are Saturday night slate, Nick. Was this your favorite slate? I will say, I would say, yeah, no, no, no. My uh, main slate was, I think Okay. Um, for, for whatever reason, I, I found myself enamored with running backs in, in both of the slates today. And I kind of overlooked the receiver position. I might have to rethink my inks a little bit here and try to balance out my roster a little bit more, but for whatever reason, in both of these Saturday slates, I, I'm just spending up like a drunken sailor on running backs. Um, I don't know if that's a saying or not. I think I just made that up. <laughs> no, I like it. I like it. Uh, I think it's like okay, yeah, whatever. Drunken sailors. Uh, I think drunken pirates that spend up, right? I think it's like cussing like a drunken sailor. Is that yeah. what it is? I don't think it's spending. Uh, no, do, but I do, feel do like drunk sailors spend a lot of money. Not now, <laughs> but they used to. I feel like they would come into actually probably now too, but um. Uh, I feel like back in the day you'd come into a port. I was just watching this documentary the other day on uh what the fuck in the Bahamas and like uh there was a city that's gone now. It's like underwater. Uh Atlantis maybe? I don't fucking remember, but um and it was talking about how many pirates uh, would come in there and they would just get prostitutes and get hammered and just and that this whole city, it, this whole island is gone now. But it was pretty fascinating. So they they went in there and spent like a drunken sailor. Uh, I would say, Nick, they they would would spend <laughs> like all, all right. their money. So I think it fits. 
Uh, somebody reach out to us on Twitter and let me know if I just made that shit up or if that's an actual saying. And go watch, go watch that documentary, uh, Atlantis Disappeared or some shit like that on Hulu. Uh, what are you talking about here? Uh, no, I, I I only played two running backs, man, on on my morning roster on Saturday and my night roster. So wow, so a lot of differences. Uh, yeah. I like it. Um, so here, you know, I, I I went dirt cheap with my quarterbacks here. I did not. You? I Ooh, went to the okay. same well, game. I went to the same game. Both my quarterbacks are facing each other. I like it. Well, who's your t- well? Go ahead. Shoot, give them both then. Jake Hayner, Fresno State, Boise State. I'm on Bachmeyer. I'm on Hayner. I think there's going to be a lot. I think Boise State's a lot better than their record. I expect this game to have some fireworks, and I think Boise State's actually a live dog because Fresno State coming off that big win against their rival San Diego State. Watch out! Watch out! So how much was Hayner again? He was uh, seventy-seven. Okay, I wouldn't say that's spending up for seventy-seven and sixty-eight hundred. I would say overall, that's you know, kind okay. of on the relative cheap side for quarterbacks. I didn't go Hayner because lately it seems like the passing attack hasn't been as dangerous as it was earlier in the year. I mean, if you look at Hayner's last three games here, he, he has not broke twenty fantasy points in any of those three. But, but I still think that passing attack is dangerous, and they could open it up at at any at anytime. I forget their opponent three games ago, but I, I believe he was dinged up. I think he got knocked out of the game. Uh, he was banked up. He, yeah. Yeah, he was. Well, and San Diego state only had the, I think the number four defense in the country last, last week. So I, I guess Nevada, you know, that, that game screams shootout. But, I don't think uh, he was a hundred percent though. There you I, might be right. Yeah. You I think he's right, getting so. back in the mix now and we know Boise since they switched to the air raid, their defense hasn't been as good. So I think there's opportunity. What about Hen and Hooker for two hundred dollars cheaper? I contemplated rostering Hooker. I didn't. I thought about it too. I'm just some worried now. I know his mobility makes him uh, such a dual yeah. threat. I think he's a damn good quarterback, but I am worried about the Tennessee O line against the Kentucky pass rush. Yeah, at the end of the day, I didn't think it was the best matchup. But you're right with his, you know, running abilities. He might be a little bit matchup proof. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there because he was a couple hundred bucks cheaper. Than Hayner. Um, my top quarterback was Bachmeyer for 68K for all the same reasons that you just mentioned. Yeah. I mean, I think the air raid will have some success. I think they're better than, than what they've uh, their, their output this year. So keep an eye. I have Bachmeyer too. So I guess I can go ahead and do this here and listen to some fun. Um, uh, running back wise. Well, hold on. Uh, uh, my second uh, quarterback. Uh, my apologies. Well, yeah, pay attention, buddy. Uh, <laughs> 6.6K, even ch- cheaper. I'm going to take you to Brock Purdy, Mr. Old Reliable here. Against and, that uh, Actually, defense. against a couple. Well, look, last two games against OK State and, and at WVU, pretty good defenses. He's been north of 20 fantasy points. So uh, he threw for over 300 against Oklahoma State. So I think uh, that passing attack is actually getting some things going here. I mean, even if the passing attack just means throwing screens to Brees Hall, it's still points, baby. Well, I got a guy in that game I'll play later, but I think, uh, yeah, I think he, I think he's due for a solid output. I think he's consistent. He's a good quarterback. His his uh, younger brother is transferring out of Florida State, so I'm curious if he goes to Iowa State, knowing that Purdy is done after this year. Do they stay with the Purdies? Oh, is is. Isn't his name like Chubby Purdy or something? Yeah, Ch- Chuba Purdy. Uh, but he was a big time recruit. Chuba Purdy. He was a, b- a bigger recruit. What's that than- with the Chuba? 
Where yeah. did Chuba the name come? We've heard that twice now. Is, Chewbacca? That's a bullshit name. Ch- that's Ch- not a real Ch- name. Chewbacca started it. <laughs> I don't fucking know. But uh, yeah, anyway. Uh, so look, my quarterbacks are better than yours. Let's do a Hainer battle with uh, whoever. Who was your guy again? A Purdy? Hainer's going to outscore Purdy. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be, you know, I'm not saying he won't. He's a lot more expensive. He's about a grand more expensive. And the last couple of games, he has not outscored Purdy. So uh, I'm not saying Purdy will outscore him, but I like saving a grand for what I think could be a pretty similar output. All right. All right. Well, let's get to the running backs. And what's that? And I spent up, so I needed to save money. My running backs here, my top guy, once again, might not be the best matchup in the world, but I think this guy's matchup proof. Travis die, Oregon. 8,900 three uh, games in a row, 35 fantasy points or more. I, even if even you, hold, hold your tongue there, even if the ground game isn't going, look at what he's doing in the air five for 75 and a touchdown against Colorado against Oklahoma. Pretty good. Uh, I'm sorry. Against uh, UCLA. Uh, what did he do there? Four for 36, seven for 73 in the air versus Cal. He is their offense now pretty much. I'll say this, man. I am impressed with Washington's defense. Um, they're a top twenty defense, or top. I think they're top twenty-one or something. Uh, but I think they're getting better and better. Watching that game last week against Stanford, I know it's just Stanford, but I I think Washington's defense is pretty legit, and I think it's getting more and more legit with Jimmy Lake at the helm. Um, but okay, I mean, I get it. He, you don't want Anthony Brown to have the ball too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, well, I mean, uh, much like a dual threat quarterback, if you're if your running back also catches a bunch of balls, that provides a, a very safe floor. How much did you pay for him? Eighty nine hundred. Well, let me tell you, I got an I got a better play for you. Okay. The number eighty seven defense in the country is LSU, right? Brian Robinson Jr. is going to go off against LSU, and at eighty seven hundred. You could save two hundred dollars, and he's not on the road. He's at home against a team that quit. Well, I rostered him as well. I told you I spent up at running back. Oh, I wasn't okay, <laughs> okay. Well, that works. All right. <laughs> um, I mean, overall, overall, last couple of weeks, I just I found like cheap receivers who I think can have decent games where I can't find cheap running backs. Uh, I got a so, cheap running back for you. Shoot. Uh, I'm gonna go tie on Evans for uh, for Tennessee. Him. Now, look, I understand their O line's dog shit, and that's a, that's a scary thought. But I still think he'll do just enough at 5600. I think he'll just get just enough for him to. Uh, and he's got he, this guy's their their main option. He has more touchdowns than anyone on their roster. So I, I like uh, getting him the rock. Uh, he's got seven touchdowns on the season for Tennessee. That's that's way more than anyone else on the team. So give me him at 5,600. I thought about it. I considered him for a little bit at uh, my third running back. I actually spent a little bit more for Clemson's uh, will Shipley at 6.4 K. Uh, I understand that Kobe pace is back. So I'm a little worried if he's going to eat into his carries, but I think what Clemson found out last week was that they really have to rely on this ground game because you can cannot throw the ball <laughs> and this offense cannot throw the ball. And that's why <laughs> they're so bad. <laughs> That's why they gave him 25 carries for 128 yards and a couple touchdowns. Also, with four catches against Florida State, Louisville not a strong defense, not great at stopping the run. 
I think as long as he can get that many touches again, I think Will Shipley can have an, another nice game. It's easy to see a tide turn. I agree. Um, I didn't roster him, so I got receivers here. Receivers galore, you could say. All right, that, that's what I did here with my four wideouts. Now I did pay up for Robinson Jr. for Bama, but I did see some cheap wideouts I liked. But I also I spent up on my top wideout. Wandale Robinson, because one thing we know, Tennessee's defense is improving, but it yeah. ain't, it ain't there yet, brother. So uh, Wandale Robinson, 6,900. He is the top ace for Kentucky. This guy was a baller. You got to wonder, you got to wonder what Nebraska would be like. Cause this guy was at Nebraska. He transferred late, transferred late out of Nebraska. And I think the one thing when I watched Nebraska's offense, besides Adrian Martinez, they don't got any playmakers. If you had Wanda Odell Robinson there, I think they might that could be a completely different record they have with how many close losses they have. Um so at sixty nine hundred I went Wandale Robinson. Who's your you played all your running backs, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm down yeah. to my three receivers. I like Wandale Robinson. I rostered him a couple of times this year. Uh he produced for me. I like it. Uh my uh most expensive receiver is only five K. Same game. Tennessee's Cedric Tillman. We had a little uh, side bet a few weeks ago, I think, between Tillman and, and Peyton. I got there Cedric go. Tillman too, man. Wise man, wise for, man. For, Dude, for five last, G's, done deal. Last last three games, twenty catches for over three hundred yards and two touchdowns. Wasn't for Cedric 5K? Tillman also a running back for the New York Giants in the early nineties? For the Bears, maybe. Yeah, he played for the Giants and the Bears. Uh, Ohio State. I don't remember. <laughs> I want to say no. It was Lewis Tillman. It was Lewis Tillman. Never mind. Who is that's Cedric who Tillman? Thinking. I feel like there's a Cedric Tillman that's out there. Um, that's kind of does kind of ring a bell now. But anyway, uh, we are very smart to roster him at only five k because I think he's a, a bargain there. I only got two guys left. I think you might have uh, two as well. Who's your next guy up? Next guy up. Well, I have two guys at the same price, but I'll go to that Iowa State game. Charlie Kohler. He's their bread and butter on third and eight. You know, they're going to Kohler as Georgia state takes a 10, nothing lead buddy in the third. Um, yeah, I think Charlie Kohler, I mean, uh, look at 4,600. I, I want a guy that's going to get some receptions. And I think against Texas is not yeah. the greatest defense. He'll get his, he's not going to light the world on fire. I'm, I'm hoping for maybe a two touchdown game where he has five catches, 64 yards and two touchdowns. That'd be amazing. But in general, 4,600. I do think he is a value play. Cause I know he's going to get the ball. I like it. I like it. You played him Who's last week. How did it treat you last week? Uh, he actually had a, a bad week last week. <laughs> I think he only had like two catches for 20 yards. So all the, all the all reason, the reason why. Yeah, exactly. There you go. He's back in Ames. Uh, so well, who else is at same price? Might as well give out your second guy as well. This one I like, and I, I like it because I know he was dinged up. So, but I'm going to go with, uh, Octavius Evans of Boise State. I get it. Khalil Shakir is their main guy at forty nine catches, seven hundred seventy seven yards. But Octavius Evans thirty. You 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 see it and you're like, ah, he's the second leading receiver receptions wise, third leading yardage wise. And you say, ah, I don't know. He's kind of having a, a bad year. No, I'm gonna say he was dinged up some. And I think he's actually closer to what Shakir's stats would be had he been fully healthy. Um, so at 4,600, I went, I want pieces of this Boise Fresno game. I think this is going to be like a 45, 42 game. Yeah. I like it. And uh Boise had a, a receiver quit the team 
a few weeks ago too. I think he was their number three receiver. So you know, just noted that he might even get more t- you know, targets because that receiver's gone. I forget his name. I, th- I think he might um, be referring to it. Was that CT Thomas? Yeah, that guy. Cause I that guy was a, a player a, a few years. Right. I mean, uh, coming back, they really loved him and uh, he had a tough outing this year. So he just quit. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, I like to fade quitters. All right. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, man. Stick with the guys that are still playing. That's uh, uh anywho. Uh, I also have two guys at the same price, but it's a lot cheaper. Thirty-eight hundred. One guy's uh, uh, this one guy here. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about uh, Texas Longhorn wide receiver Marcus Washington for thirty-eight hundred. Uh, he you know he had very quiet start to the year. You should know that Jordan Whittingham is out for the year, so he's getting more more touches, more targets. Last week, Taylor seven catches, seven yards, and the price is right. Give it to me again, Marcus Washington, thirty-eight hundred. Well, I mean, a tight end here, Sam Laporta, Iowa. Oh, you gotta love Laporta. I was drinking a few Laportas last night. Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> he's your solid tight end here. I know the Iowa offense is awful, but look, Northwestern's defense is not very good, so I think Iowa can actually find the end zone more than once this week. Maybe Laporta is the uh, recipient of a touchdown. I love how we're both playing Iowa awful quarterback Spencer. <laughs> I love how we're both playing Iowa tight ends. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat your ass. All right. Um. So guys, come play all DraftKings. Right, bring with it us. on. So yeah. I guess the side the side bet is Rice versus Roberson because we couldn't find anything else. So uh, you're going down, buddy. <laughs> yeah, let's go Rice Roberson. That that should be fun. All right. That should be fun. Look, um, guys, come play DraftKings with us. Last chance to get in there and check out NC Nick on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K and subscribe to the college football experience because we're talking uh, college football year round there. And also remember to subscribe to the college basketball experience, two separate feeds. College basketball experience firing away with episodes every day, previewing every single conference in the land. And remember, we're going to be playing college basketball DraftKings very, very shortly. Keep an eye on that. Okay. uh, Subscribe to both. Get that SGPN app. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. And what else? Uh, Give me a follow on Twitter at the Colby D Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the college football experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and give us a five-star review. And if you do take a screenshot, and show me that on Twitter. And then I'll send you a college experience t-shirt. All right, folks, this is the college football experience week 10 DFS show. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.